All right. So let's get started. You guys excited about getting started today? All right. So today we're going to talk about anxiety. Does anybody here suffer with anxiety? If so, raise your hand. Yeah. Anxiety is your body's natural response to stress. It is a feeling of fear or apprehension about what is to come. So it's natural. A lot of times we try to fight something that's simply natural, your body's natural response to anything new. Um, and then so you know it's not something solely for you. Globally, it's estimated that People, millions of people experience anxiety. So it's not something just you deal with because sometimes when we're having a moment, we feel like it's just us. But the reality is it's not just us. Like for me, I know it's been hereditary. I have people down the line that experience anxiety. So today I challenge myself to break that generational curse by of course, bringing on my baby to come and do a slide too. Come on, Michael. Michael? Okay, mommy called you. Come on. Yes, I did. <laughs> He's like, no, she did it. <laughs> All right, so we briefly talked about anxiety, Michael. Remember we talked about some of the foods you should consider to combat anxiety? Can you come to camera and tell them? Foods to consider to help combat anxiety. Salmon, chamomile, turmeric, dark, dark chocolate, yogurt, and green tea. Absolutely, absolutely. And um, when we say anxiety can't win, I when I say that, I'm saying it not just for myself, but I'm also saying it for generations to come, right? So today, I'm challenging myself to, of course, break anxiety off of my life, but also break anxiety off of my children as well. And they'll be encouraged to do the same for their children and their children and so on and so forth, right? All right, I'm letting people in. So whenever I do a pause like that, it's because I'm concentrating and I'm trying to let people in. I'm not a techie. <laughs> I'm a techie. Oh, you are? Yeah. All right, you're going to have to do it next time, okay? All right. So today I would like to introduce to you one of my favorite people in the world, Coach Ashley. Um, Coach Ashley is a D.C. native. She's an early childhood education inst childhood education instructor. Okay, this thing's moving too fast. Um, she's a certified life coach, and she's also the founder of Anxiety Can't Win podcast. She's a poet, singer, producer, and songwriter. Woo, woo, woo. Oh, and shout out to Precious. I heard you wrote her song. You did a good job with that. Shout out to Precious. Today's her birthday. So today for today's um, workshop, you were assigned, I was told, you were told that you should have the following materials, which is note cards, markers, pen and paper to take notes. Does everybody have their materials? I'll give you some time to kind of like collect those things. All right, everybody got them? So without further ado, ooh, I would like to welcome. Okay, okay. <laughs> 
All right, my baby is literally having a meltdown. It's okay, baby. Um, so I would like to introduce Epiphany. Welcome, welcome, Epiphany. Hello, everybody. Can can everybody hear me? Just give me a thumbs up if you all can hear me. Okay, cool. So I am on Zoom, but I'm also on Clubhouse. Um, shout out to all of the people that just got on Clubhouse that have no idea what they're doing. I'm one of them. Um, so this is going to be like an, an experiment tonight. Um, I'm very, very versed in using Zoom. As uh, each told you, I'm an educator and you know that we have moved school to our online platform. Um, however, Whew, this clubhouse thing is definitely a curve for me, but you know what? It's all good. We're going to rock with it. We're going to get through it. Um, so again, uh, welcome to everybody. We are so excited that you all are here. Um, I am also a mom as well. So if you all hear anything in the background, listen, just, you know, let's, let's just rock with it. You know, we are... Um, we're, we're being realistic about where we are. You know, we are at home. <laughs> and the reality is, you know, our babies do... Um, you know, have a little bit, you know, still need our attention, um, even as presenters. And so um, I just want to thank everybody for being here. The topic of this um, particular workshop is called Anxiety Can't Win. Um, once again, my name is uh, Ashley. Everybody knows me as Epiphany. This is my handsome young man, Kayla. Um, just say hi to everybody. So I definitely wanted to bring him on to say hello. Um, and so we're gonna get, we're just gonna get right into this discussion. Um, this is a topic that is near and dear to my heart. Um, as East asked before she started the, um, or when she started the um, Zoom call, she said, "Hey, she said, hey, does anybody suffer with anxiety?" Um, I've learned to change my words, and aside from saying suffering from anxiety, I'm learning to say that every day I'm conquering anxiety. And so I'm looking for the ways um, or looking for the things that I need to do daily that helps me to conquer anxiety instead of battle or, you know, um, deal with or suffer from. I'm saying I'm conquering anxiety every day. One step at a time, but it's happening, right? It's going to happen. So the first thing I like to do, of course, as being an educator, I like to lay the foundation or the background. Um, the definition of anxiety is um, a feeling of worry nervousness or uneasiness about how things will happen in your life. So that's the first thing. Um, uh, I just like to really pinpoint things because um, in order to deal with the thing, you have to know exactly what that thing is, right? And um, I don't like when people give you general information. I like very broad, very pinpoint, like I'm very analytical. So if you say one thing to me, it could mean 20 things. I could approach it from 20 different ways. So I'm just gonna give you all um, some things that I've been doing um, that has been able to, um, you know, help me in my journey. Um, I do want to ask if it's possible if you all um, could mute your mic so we can minimize the background noise. Um, again, I have my Zoom going on and then I have my Clubhouse going on as well. Um, and so what, what causes anxiety? If you do a Google search, right, this is what Google's going to say causes anxiety. Google's going to say that it's stress, it's emotional trauma, it's your finances, it's, you know, pretty much your everyday life can cause the anxiety, right? We all know that, okay, cool. But I wanna go a little bit deeper and get a little more personal with things that we can pinpoint in our lives that are really causing the anxiety that's happening, right? It's causing that uneasiness, it's causing us to really just always have to, we always just feel like 
I don't know about anybody else. I always just feel like I have to save face in certain situations. I feel like, you know, um, things are so heavy at times. I feel like it's so hard to make decisions. You know, when, <laughs> and my therapist likes to say this thing, like anxiety yeah. is real, but it's not real. But it's, that's a true statement, right? Okay. So like, it, it's, it's real, but it's not as, oh. as inundating as we make it in our heads and in our minds, right? And so what I like to say as a personal reference or getting uh, more personally into the discussion of what causes anxiety, um, I would say the lack of right voices inwardly and outwardly. So that means that you're not, the conversation that you're having with yourself um, is not a healthy conversation. It's not a conversation that's like lifting you up. It's not a conversation that's making you want to live this life. It's like a conversation like, oh, well, you always do this and you always do that and you're not good enough and you're not, you're not, you're not, you know, and people always say that we shouldn't talk to ourselves. But the truth of the matter is that we should, because if we don't, then we embrace everybody else's voice, but we never get the chance to embrace our voice, right? And so um, I like to equate that and say, it's like, it's like raising a child. Like you, it's like you expecting them to know what your values are, but you never communicate those values to your child. And then they're out here and they're in the world every day where they're exposed to different voices. They're exposed to different things every day but you have this expectation of, well, you should know these things, but you've never communicated those things to your child. And it's the same way with yourself. Like if you, if you feel like you should be an awesome person, but you've never told yourself you're an awesome person, how can you be an awesome person? Because the truth of the matter is when we look at all of the messaging, all of the things that we are surrounded by on a daily basis, yeah, you have your friends, you know, X, Y, and Z, but they, they are not going to be able to speak to you at the level that you can speak to yourself. And so when you begin to get into a level of an internal conversation with yourself, that's when you are headed on that journey of that new life and you're headed in that forward motion. Um, I say the second thing that uh, causes anxiety in our lives is the lack of proper resources. I don't know if um, there are a lot of um, clinicians on here, but I do know that there is, um, there is this one thing that they look at when that psychologists look at when it um, when it, when you're talking about the makeup of a person it's called Maslow's hierarchy of needs. And basically what that is, is it's just saying that there are these certain things that everybody needs to have a well-balanced life. And if you don't have all of these things uh, in proper place, then you won't have a balanced life. So here's number one. The first thing you need is your psychological needs. Those are your basic needs. That's like, you know, you need your food, you need your water, you need your housing. That's the first thing, right? All of that has to be taken care of on the basis level. That's the first thing that you need. The second thing that you need is safety. And if I'm going too fast, uh, drop it in the chat here. And um, what I'll do is I'll repeat it. Um, I don't have a, I don't mind you, um, you know, saying, hey, can you repeat that again? I definitely don't mind. Please speak up if I'm going too fast. Let me know. Uh, I, I'm like overly excited. <laughs> but if I am going too fast, please let me know. Um, so we're talking about Maslow's hierarchy of needs and we're talking about the lack of proper resources. And so the first uh, need that you'll have is your basic needs. That again is your food, your water and your shelter. Second thing that you'll need is safety. You need, um, I am very big on safe environments. I'm big on safe conversations. I'm big on um, being around safe people. If I feel like, if I, I've been with myself for 32 years now. So I have some inclination of what I do like and what I don't like and what I'm 
as I'm learning to change my perspective, I'm learning to be okay with if it hasn't worked at this point, it's probably not going to work anymore. So we're good with letting that part go. We're good with letting that type of person go. We're good with, you know, letting that thought realm go. All right. The third thing that you need is belonging. You need a sense of belonging and you need to be loved properly. That is like, oh my God, listen. Um, so I do a lot of work with the young people. Um, I, I currently work as a um, academic support specialist and a behavior interventionist. Um, I do a lot, a lot of work with the young people in the community. Most of the young people that I work with are adjudicated young people. Um, and I'm telling you this because I specifically love working with them because um, what intimidates other people about them does not intimidate me because I know that all they need is love. And I, when I come in with a loving uh, response, when I come in you know, with a loving nature, they, they gravitate towards me and we're getting things done. And so belonging um, and being properly loved. The fourth thing that you need is you need healthy self-esteem. And that's the word that we don't talk about a lot in 2021. You know, we got, uh, you know, we got all these other words that we talk about, you know, but self-esteem is not one of those things that we continue to talk about or that we continue to pinpoint in 2020, 2021. Oh, you know, we talk about trauma and we talk about mental health and we talk about all these other things, but we do not talk about how do you feel about yourself on a daily basis? That is the branch. So if I could break esteem down into two things, how do you feel about yourself and how do you speak to yourself on a daily basis? That's the fourth level of what you need. You need to be able to, to pinpoint how you feel about yourself because how you feel about yourself is going to determine how you treat everybody that's around you. You're going to treat them like hostages or are you going to treat them like people that deserve to be around you, that deserve to share your space, your time, and your energy? And then the last thing is you, you need self-actualization. Um, A-C-T-U-A-L- I-Z-A-T-I-O-N. And basically what self-actualization is, is you need the opportunity to be able to both recognize and fulfill your potential. Say that one more time. You need the opportunity to both recognize and fulfill your potential. So at some point in time, you will need to be in a consistent environment that helps you to um, recognize and fulfill your potential. You need to be okay. able to yeah. practice yeah. those things um, on a daily basis. Okay. Um, go ahead and uh, yeah, go. You need to be able to to be in an environment where you can practice those things on a daily basis. Listen, I'm okay. So here's I, I, you know I'm big on examples. I got to use an example. If you love cooking, but you are you don't even cook in your kitchen at night. Come on, let's be real. Let's be, come on, let's, like, let's be honest, for real. Like, first of all, you playing yourself, right? Because that's just, that's just easy, right? That's simple, right? We ain't even like, that ain't even nobody else's responsibility. Everybody got a kitchen. If you love cooking and you don't even cook in your kitchen at night, there is a problem there and we need to get to the core of what that is, okay? We need to get to the core of that right now before we get off this call tonight because I want to see some kitchen in your, um, some cooking in your kitchen. I'm just playing. But um, let's say, for example, you like singing, right? And I'll use that as an example because I do like singing. Um, I've had the opportunity to write um, and produce and sing songs, all that, instrumentation, all of that, right? Um, but 
I haven't, there was a point in my life where I wasn't doing it on a consistent basis. And because I didn't have the environment to rec to recognize or fulfill my potential, it, it led to a lot of unhappiness, right? It led to a lot of just like, I don't want to be bothered. You know, I don't want, I, I don't want nobody around X, Y, and Z. You know, it led to just a lot of negative, a lot of negative emotions, a lot of negative responses in life. All right, so we talked about uh, the personal causes of anxiety. Lack of right voices was number one, inwardly and outwardly. Uh, lack of proper resources, number two, and that's according to Maslow's hierarchy of needs. Um, the uh, number three is an improper relationship with yourself, right? So this is like more than accountability. Like this is not like, well, I own my stuff if I do something wrong. And woo, 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 woo. That's, that has nothing to do with <laughs> what your relationship with yourself is. Have you both accepted your, your failures and your successes? And these are like, I'm telling you all conversations that I have had with myself on a consistent basis, 2019, 2020, and I'm continuing to have. Do you, have you accepted both your failures and your successes? Have you accepted both your weaknesses and your strengths? Have you accepted what is both good about you and what is both bad about you? Because if you, it, like, if when we're talking about who you are as a person we have we have to talk uh, let me let me go back when when people who are in the mental health in, uh, field deal with people they deal with the whole person they don't deal with you in parts they deal with you in the totality of who you are right and so that means again um you know your your failures and your successes your weaknesses and your strengths your 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 good things and the things that are bad about you have you actually sat down and really like and i'm not talking about oh girl you just need to get yourself together i'm not talking about that right because <laughs> sometimes like i ain't even gonna lie sometimes i'll be waking up I'll be like look sis you just need to get it together like i don't even know what is wrong but you just need to get like girl you is slipping get it together what is the problem right you know that's how we that's how we talk to ourselves sometimes right but i'm learning to say i'm learning to ask myself what is really wrong like what like i know that i know that i know there's something wrong but what is really wrong like what is the feeling what is the thing what is the person what is the experience that you had that's really making you act like this that's really making you feel like this that's making you feel like it's okay for you to continue to be like this and so I've got to challenge myself at a level that I've never allowed anybody to challenge myself. That's when I'm beginning to have a healthy relationship with myself because this goes more in depth to accountability. And now I'm just, now I'm willing to grow. I'm willing to grow with myself. So past accountability, I have to be willing to grow with myself. Uh, last thing that I think causes anxiety for a lot of people is the lack of vision. I'm just let y'all, I'm just, y'all know how to pass it be like, ooh, that's good, I'm preaching, right? I, I ain't gonna say I'm preaching, but y'all know how to pass it be like, amen, because I'm preaching, right? <laughs> the lack of vision. You understand, like, there, there is a scripture that says, if the people can't see where they're going, they stumble all over themselves. The people perish for lack of vision, right? That's the original, that's the original version. Y'all know we in 2021, we got passion translation, we got the message version, we got the hip version, right? So now we can talk to the young people or whatever and tell them like, look, little baby, when you can't see where you going, you're gonna stumble all over yourself. And that is so true. You stumble over yourself when you don't 
know where you should end up, when you don't know what steps you should be taking, when you want to follow behind everybody else, when you can't see who you are, so you're trying to find yourself and everybody else. That's what the lack of vision is. That's what causes the anxiety. You know why? I like that you're trying to chase for somebody else. They are just that they got a whole lot of messed upness just like you do. And you trying to get in their lane and you trying to be in their car and you don't even know how much their car payments are every month. Their car payments or their insurance payments every month. God bless everybody that is paying insurance on their car. <laughs> I got to lighten the mood a little bit. I got to lighten the mood a little bit because, you know, it, it's, it's, I mean, it's, it's, it's tough, but when we, when we can be okay with what's tough and learn how to embrace it, and know that we have the strength to embrace it and to pick it apart and put it back together and watch it be something beautiful, it becomes something beautiful, right? All right and so what are the signs of anxiety? Um, I say the signs of anxiety are restlessness. If you, if you can't sleep at night, if you wake up, you know, sometimes, sometimes, you know, I'm gonna take it back to grandma's church. Sometimes little baby, if you wake up repeatedly at three o'clock in the morning, you just need to talk to God. You do, you do. Right. And I'm just being honest. Okay. And I'm not, I'm not, I, I am by far, listen, I'm, I'm not that religious person. I'm not shoving Jesus down your throat, but I'm telling you what I know has worked for me. And I'm telling you that if there, if you are consistently waking up, and this is actually a scientific study, that if you are consistently waking up at a certain time in the certain day, and it is before you are supposed to wake up, you are supposed to be having a conversation with whoever you believe your spiritual higher power to be. Because there's a message that is trying to get through to you that you are not getting when you are functioning throughout your day from 6 a.m. to however, to 6 p.m. You're not getting that message. And so that spiritual being, I believe to be God, is trying to get a message to you and trying to get a download to you. But you're so, you're so off balance. You're so engrossed in what everybody else has going on for them that you've got to take time and get some, something poured into you too. And so that's that time. Um, always feeling like you're in danger. I don't... <laughs> Ooh, I, I have been in therapy for a long time. Just tell y'all that I've been struggling with anxiety for a very long time, 20 plus years, okay? And I can tell you firsthand that there are very few times that I have walked out my door and not felt like something was not going to happen to me. Driving in a car, just, I mean, just fidgeting, antsy, looking at people, snapping on people. Why are you driving like that? Why are you doing? Y'all know how we get when we get in the car. You know a speed racer, so you're going to zoom around me. So you're going to zoom back around them. So now y'all zooming back in front of each other. Y'all just being petty for no reason, right? Everybody's just being petty because everybody anxious. So we're going to be petty behind the wheel as if the anxiousness helps us behind the wheel being petty, <laughs> right? Now I can laugh at these things, right? Because I can make light of these things, but the truth is that some of these things are very heavy for a lot of people, right? And so this is why I'm passionate about sharing this story or even, you know, just preparing this platform because some of these things really are heavy for a lot of people. I'm gonna get through my notes because I, I wanna give y'all time to uh, ask questions. So the, uh, let me see, the third thing I have is irritability. If you are always irritable, you always snapping on people, little baby, that is not just the way you are. That is not just your attitude. That is a little bit of anxiousness and it's a little bit of imbalance somewhere because you don't feel happy about something and we got to get you a little bit of happiness and you're not going to get it in your vices. Can I say that one more time? You will not find your happiness in your vices. 
Okay, I'm just let that let that pause right there. There we go. All right. A lot of times, I work with a lot of young people, and the first thing they tell me whenever they come to me and they say my stomach hurts, the first thing I say is, "What what's bothering you?" And and this is something that I want to tell to everybody that's on uh, this this uh, what's this thing called Clubhouse and this Zoom that if your child comes to you and says, mommy, my stomach hurts, there is something or someone that is bothering them. And they need to have a discussion with you. And it doesn't, it doesn't necessarily, you know, don't, don't let your mind go crazy, okay? That, that doesn't mean that somebody did, is doing crazy things to them. Somebody could have just said something that has hurt their feelings and they don't know how to process that hurt. Somebody could have just, you know what I'm saying, um, you know, they could have missed an opportunity that they felt like they deserved and they're learning how to process disappointments, right? But as we get older, if we have not learned to have those conversations when we were younger, then yes, this is, this is an extreme because what happens is it probably happened repeatedly. And the one thing that we are probably complaining about in the now is not the thing that produced that feeling originally and so when clinicians are dealing with you or not i shouldn't say dealing when clinicians are having conversations with you and you're going through your process of walking to your journey of wholeness the first thing they're going to tell you to do is to go all the way back to the beginning you got to go back to what was that beginning thing what was that foundational thing that set the uh, that planted the seed in the soil for you to get the tree that is producing the root I'm going to tell you like this. One of my mentors says, it takes a lot of undoing to undo the doingness that's already been done. Don't even ask me to repeat it because listen, little baby, I, I'm telling you, as long as it took my mind to get it, it's going to take your mind that much longer. Okay. I love y'all, but don't ask me to repeat it. Okay. That just means, little baby, that your seed, your soil, your tree, and your fruit all got to be checked. All of it has to be checked before you can really, really, really get to a point where anxiety cannot win because until we are dealing with all those things and it goes in stages it wasn't you know what i'm saying you didn't just get anxiety in one day so you can't just conquer anxiety in one day and you can't and then the crazy thing is like you gotta uproot all those things reroute all those things watch it grow again and then watch new fruit be produced if anybody knows anything about seeds sometimes i listen I, I planted a seed before. I was like, well, little baby, ain't nobody tell me it was supposed to take this long. I was ready to eat the apples and the oranges now. You didn't tell me that I had to go through seasons and sometimes years before I ever saw anything. Listen, little baby, things that I'm just now seeing the harvest of, I started this stuff in high school. I'm talking about in my professional, professional life. I started this in high school. Bro, I was trying to come out of college like, boom, slamming papers on judge's desk like your honor. You know what I'm saying? I'm trying to walk up in the courtroom like blat out. You know, I want to win every case. You know what I'm saying? That it doesn't, it's not, it don't work like that. <laughs> it Nothing ever does though, right? And so we're so, we're so big on, oh, let the process, let the process, let the process, let the process. But come on, y'all, it's going to take process for this too. It's going to take process for that internal work too. And that's what that process looks like. Your seed, your soil, your tree, and your fruit. And then you got to have some hard conversations with yourself. So here we go. This is walking me into my next point. So what are some realities that we need to face? Okay. So the, I think I have four here, two, three here. 
So the, the realities that we have to face is that anything that is stopping you can always be stopped. I want you all to write that down. Anything that is stopping you can always be stopped. Yeah, anxiety is caused by the dead weight in your life. That's good. That's good. But even if, if you know anything about weightlifting, um, uh, there's even even dead weights can produce strength in your life though right but it's the type of strength that it produces though so we don't want it to be a we don't want it to be a strength of pushing people out and a strength of you know always being on your own because honestly and truthfully we weren't created to be on our own so shout out to the lone wolf I love you little baby and nah not not for moving forward not for the life you say you want to live not for the life of abundance you can't do this by yourself Contrary to what you have heard, contrary to what people in the media have said, uh, you know, contrary to, to Drake's song, came up, that's all me, no help, that's all me. Nah. That wasn't on him. He didn't even make that beat by himself. Okay, I'm, a, I'm not gonna be petty. I'm not gonna be petty. I'm gonna move. I'm gonna move. All right, here we go. Here we go. Okay. All right. <laughs> the second thing is when you make winning up in your mind, you will win. Okay, so these are some of the realities that we get to face. This will be the hardest work you will ever do, but I promise you it will be the most beneficial. So now we're about to get into some of the things that you know, um, and what I can do is um, I can actually, um, I'll send each this information and she can send it out. I'm not sure if she's doing like an email blast or anything. So if you miss any of these questions, um, I'll send the questions to you and she can send them out to you. Um, here are some of the questions that you will need to ask yourself in order to begin this work. The work of overcoming anxiety and being able to safely and profoundly say that anxiety cannot win. First thing is, do you like change? Yep, coming out the gate. I'm coming out the gate with them. Do you like change? No, little baby, I don't like it. I can't stand it. I don't like things to be different. Why we got to do it that way? This how we always did it. Okay, well, this how we this how we going to learn to do it this way, little baby. Little baby, it is all right. Things change. What your mama did when she got out of high school, you are not doing when you get out of high school because society has changed. Things change. And if you don't like change, you're going to be stuck. So let's get unstuck by first being honest. And I want you to ask yourself these questions and I want you to be honest. And if the, listen, be honest, because if the, if the answer is no, I don't like change, then, if, then you get to ask yourself why. And now you get to go on this journey with yourself. And so however long it takes you, that's okay. It, it's not, nobody can rush you through this process. However long it takes you to get through this journey, that's okay. That is absolutely okay. Oh my gosh, you're so, you're so All right, there we go. Uh, let's see, question number three. Are you pessimistic about your present and your future? Y'all, don't, don't be trying to act bougie on me. Y'all know what pessimistic means. Break it down. Pessimistic, do you? Are you, are you mean? Are you, are you looking at stuff negative? This ain't gonna never work. I already tried to do da 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 da. My sisters tried to do da 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 da. This how it's always been. Okay, and that's how it's always gonna be unless you get uh, unless you get real with yourself 
and really sit down and get through this process. Fourth thing is, do you constantly dwell on past experiences? Let me tell you something about people that um, struggle with anxiety. Or let me tell you about my personal struggle with anxiety. That's the one thing that kept me stuck all the time. Is that I'm constantly thinking like, dang, I should have never did this. I should have never been with that person. I should have never, dang. And then guess what? When you in, when you in your head, you start reliving it all over again. And people looking at you like, what in the world is wrong with this little baby? Ain't nobody even say, like, listen, I used to, I'm telling y'all, I'm, te I'm being honest, right? I used to snap out of nowhere. I used to be like, because you ain't going to talk to me like that. You ain't going to do that. And they used to be like, oh, my God, what is wrong with this girl? Ain't nobody. Oh, my God. I just asked one question. Question number two is, do you overprocess? Uh, I'm sorry. Are you pessimistic about the present and the future? I actually got to go back because I skipped one. Um, the uh, fourth one, I'm sorry. The third one is, do you constantly dwell on past experiences? Uh, question number I don't even know no more, y'all. We just throwing questions out now. See, see how that go? I don't even know no more. It's just, you know, it's they just here. They on the paper. We're gonna ask them. <laughs> Do you overprocess information, decisions, or possibilities? Let me tell you about my analytical people. Because I'm analytical and I had anxiety. So let me tell you how it works. Listen, little baby, that's why I said I hate, I don't like when people are general with me, I need you to be as specific as possible, little baby, because if you tell me go to the store, go to the store up the street, how do I get to the store? Do I make a left or do I make a right? Do I go straight? Do I go back? What road am I looking for? Do I pass a blue house? Do I pass a brown house? Do I pass a red house? Like you, y'all laughing, right? But I'm being honest because that's how your mind works, right? Because your mind is always trying to get you in a place of what is, of what is safe. Right. And so that's that's really the core of what anxiety is. You don't feel safe. So you're always trying to do things that help keep you safe. You're trying to keep yourself in this narrow little box, but say that you're grown. You ain't you ain't grown since high school, but you say that you're grown. I'm a grown woman. I do this, this, this. Da, 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 da. Okay. We know a lot of grown women that's stuck. We know a lot of grown men that's stuck, unfortunately. You know, and we just being honest, it's not anything, you know, it, it's okay to say those things, but I want us to delve deeper and, and to really look at why. Why do we even feel the need to say those things? Who told us we needed to say those things? Okay, I got to go on with my questions. Here we go. Do you feel awkward when someone compliments you? Ooh, that's, that's a big one. I never, I ain't never, listen. I used, to, I used to tell people, can you leave your comments to yourself, little baby? I didn't ask for nothing. Well, you look cute today. I didn't ask you if I look cute. I didn't ask you because I didn't wear this for you. I wore this for me. Then we go on this whole tangent. I wore this for me. And I did it. And they'd be like, dang, sis, I can't tell you look nice. Like, dang, you little bean pie head. Y'all know y'all know how we do from the DMV. Be like, you little bean pie, you little bucket head. Ain't nobody, that's, I don't care. You ain't cute anyway. I was just trying to be nice to your little bucket head, right? <laughs> so now you feeling the way because somebody else feeling a way about themselves and they couldn't properly express how they felt about themselves. So they made you feel the same way. There's a, um, I can't remember who said it, but there's a philosopher that said energy is never, um, energy is never erased. It's only transferred. So that's an example of that. Now, because they feeling how they feel about themselves, they done made you feel the way about them and then now you rattled and ruffled up for the rest of the day and now you calling everybody bean pie and now you being aggressive in traffic and now you being petty and now you uh you don't you don't care if they go you just uh, we just got scratched the whole day now we got scratched the whole day lord have mercy jesus all right here we go 
do you harshly criticize yourself? And that's an example of the person that was on the, compl uh, the receiving compliment side. I didn't ask you if I look nice. I didn't wear this for you. Okay, all right, my bad, and move on. Do you harshly criticize yourself? Let me tell you something. I've been born into environments because I have been an expert and I have just walked in rooms and I've been like, oh my God, I do not belong here. These people are absolutely amazing and I'm not one of these amazing people. I should probably leave right now. I'm just being honest, right? Because again, we live like people who suffer with anxiety, you live a lot of life in your head. And if you're not opening up and saying what those, those thoughts are, you really cannot get to that level of freedom. You really can't. Sometimes I really just be laughing at myself. I'd be like, now, you know what I'm saying, being further along in this process, I'd be laughing at myself like, really, sis? Like, we really, really, uh, come on, really, really? You really think after 10 years of dealing with the youth, you don't have no type of expertise, really? I mean, who is in a profession for 10 years and has no type of expertise? Like, let's be honest. I don't know. It might be some people that just, you know, it might be them government workers. Shout out to everybody that work for the government. Y'all ain't got no. <laughs> I'm throwing shots. Bang, bang. Say, like, no, nah, I'm just playing. I'm just playing. I'm just playing. I'm just playing. <laughs> I'm just playing. I'm just playing. I love all my government working people, except for the people who love that work at the DMV. Oh, Lord, Jesus. Somebody help everybody that works at the DMV, okay? Because you got to pack a whole. Listen, I don't even go in the DMV anymore. I just do it online. I'll be like, look, I know me. I know you, this this just not going to be a thing. We're just going to do what we're going to Okay, All right, little baby, here we go. Do you constantly feel empty? <clears throat> and this is important. <clears throat> and it doesn't have, this is important because it can be for you and it could be for anybody else that suffers with anxiety. So while you may answer no to some of these questions, there are other people that answer yes to multiple of these questions that deal with anxiety on a, on a span um, <clears throat> of, over a span of time. And what I'll say to you is that there are levels to anxiety. There's like mild anxiety, there's medium anxiety, and then there's like this obsessive compulsive, like, oh my God, just everything just makes you anxious, right? Um, do you avoid socializing? I am one of those, I am one of those people, let me tell you. It was not until recently, and I know each this is gonna be crazy to you because I traveled the world performing spoken word poetry. I'm talking about East Coast to West Coast, y'all. And I did not like being in social environments, social anxiety. So as soon as I got off stage, I would hide. I would go and hide. Yes, I would go and hide. And people would be like, oh my God. And like, I would do what I needed to do because you know, hey, listen, we 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 you know we grew up in the hustle mentality stage. You know, you gotta have your CDs, you gotta give out your autographs. You know what I'm saying? You gotta take your pictures with people, pal. You know what I'm saying? Do the little social media one too. And I'd be about my business. I'd be like, please don't call me. Please don't. I don't. I don't like it. I don't like. I don't like. But now, I like myself. So you know, if you want to be around me too, that's cool. But if not, that's cool too. All right? Do you avoid taking risk? This is important. Because um, you are never going to reach certain levels and heights in your life if you are afraid to take risk. There are plenty. Listen, all the stuff that I'm doing right now, nobody in my family ever did. Every, uh, let me see. The highest before my brother and I, the highest education that everybody in my family had was a high school diploma. I'm a college graduate and an entrepreneur broke the mold for a lot of people in my family but let me tell you it did not come without taking risk 
It did not come without taking risks. Okay, we got about a few more minutes. I got to get down this list. Um, do you avoid doing things because you worry about the outcome? You want to cook a new meal, but you ain't like, it might not taste good. Ooh, that look good, but I might not be able to make it like that. So I ain't even going to do it. I'm good. I just eat my, uh, my noodles, my oodles and noodles and boy eggs. <laughs> Y'all be faking. Them noodles and noodles and boy eggs be slapping. Don't be faking, bruh. Especially like when you don't be feeling like cooking. What? That little three-minute meal? Let me tell you something. Listen, I will slap some noodles in a pan so quick. Jesus. Y'all faking. <laughs> Here we go. <laughs> Are you afraid of failure or judgment? Are you afraid of failure or judgment? This is a big thing, especially for those that were like bullied when they were growing up. Um, because you always live through the eyes of someone else. You always, you know what I'm saying? Those who were verbally abused, those who were physically abused, like this is where that trauma comes in. This is where that, you know what I'm saying? When it happened repeatedly, that's where that trauma comes in. Are you fidgety? Listen, Lord Jesus, I used to think I had ADHD. I'm not lying to y'all in college. <laughs> my my classmates could not believe that I was not on medicine for ADHD. I could not sit still. I always had to bang, tap, touch somebody, argue with somebody. I listen. I was here for it. I was here for all of it. All of it. I was here for it, right? <laughs> Craziness. Well, here we go. Do you consistently obsess over the past and worry about the future? Um, few more questions. Do you have little to no appetite or are you always hungry? There are two spectrums. So for every for every for everything that seems like um, it's done in moderation, there's also something that's done in excess. Yep. There's also something that's done to the extreme, right? Um, do you have sweaty palms? Are you nauseous, lightheaded, or cold or shaky when you feel anxious? When you start, oh my anxiety acting up. A lot of people, you know, people joke about that. Like, I was in the Popeyes the other day, and the girl was like, oh, my anxiety acting up. And I was like, but sis, don't play, because there's a lot of people whose anxiety really acts up. And like, you know what I'm saying? It really be like fight or flight. And if they can't flight, if they can't get away from the situation, it's a fight situation. But here's the thing about the fight or flight uh, mentality, is that um, some of that fight is physical, and then some of that fight, but most of that fight is very much mental. And so you're fighting within yourself before you are even like, as you are communicating with people, you're fighting within yourself. And then does your heart race when you, um, when you worry? Does your heart race? Do you like, like I used to, my heart used to race so bad I would hear it in my ears. Like my ears would thump when I was like really anxious or like really nervous. And it would be, and I would be like, Oh my God. And I would just go into like this mode of just like, oh my God, like shrinking and and just cringing and just like, oh my God, not being able to control anything, especially myself. All right. So here we go. I hope you all got those questions. If not, again, like I said, I will give them to each to um, email out to you all. I'll also leave my contact information with you all if anybody would like to reach out to me. So last thing I always want to leave you with is what are your next steps, right? So here are your next steps. Now, um, here are like, these are like the four core next steps that I have for you. Um, your first step is develop a relationship with God. 
And like I told you, I'm, I am not by far one of those religious people. I'm not shoving Jesus down your throat. I am telling you who I know has helped me overcome anxiety to the point of being okay, that even when the anxiety comes, I am more calm with myself, I am more gracious with myself, and I am more um, apt to accept God's love for me. And so what does a relationship with God, because a lot of people are like, yeah, I know God, I know God, he know my heart, blah, blah, blah. It's probably the reason that he knows your heart is probably the reason that he wants the relationship with you, but okay, that's fine, he knows your heart, okay? Because he knows your heart, he wants you to expose your heart to him on a daily basis. Journal, write it down, get it out. Like, write it down. And the, the reason why you gotta write it down is because at some point, you're gonna come back to it. I can't, y'all, I'm, I'm a writer by nature. But when I started journaling, y'all, I got like 25 journals in this house. I don't even know how, I didn't even, I don't even remember writing half of those journals. I'm being honest with y'all. I don't even remember writing half of those journals. But then I go back and look and I be like, dang, I'm still going through this, dang, this still happening, dang. So when am I gonna change? And this is why you need to, I'm very big, like in the business world, I'm very big on saying, if it's not on paper, it doesn't exist. So this is how you develop your relationship with God. If it's not on paper, it doesn't exist. He gave you his word. So he just wants you to give, give back to him what's in your head and what's in your heart. Give him your word. But don't be afraid to be challenged by his word either. Cause you know, we ain't right. I know we be thinking we be right. I be telling God to step into my office a little bit. I be like, hold on, baby, hold on. Hold on, little baby. I pay all the bills up in this house and I pay them all time. Come, you got to step into my office, little baby. Cause this right here ain't working for me. It's just, it's just not working. This is not working. Right? And you just be honest. But as you be honest, you've got to allow him to be honest with you too. And I think a lot of times because of how we grew up, we always have this notion that Oh, well, God's going to judge me or, you know, um, because I feel like this or because I had this, you know, um, you know, it's wicked and it's da da da. And it may be all those things, but God's judgment for you is love. It always has been and it always will be, always will be, right? And it, there's nothing different from it. And so when he approaches you with the truth that you approach him with, it's always going to be love. And you just got to settle that. And you just got to believe that. And you just got to practice that every day. And when you do, You'll be all right. You'll be all right. Y'all gonna be all right. All right, here we go. Second thing is you've got to get around community of people who can cover you, talk with you, and educate you. This is the second uh, next step for you. So after you develop that relationship with God, you know, you're journaling, you're telling him your truth. You're going to get around community of people who can cover you, talk to you, and educate you. Now, I like, I'm very big on balance, you know, going through my process, I'm very big on balance. That's one thing that I realized that you've got to be balanced in a few areas. And so in the, in the area, uh, as it relates to your community, your community, the balance of your community should look like this. Whoever is at a high level in whatever area you feel like you are not at a high level in, they should be in your community. Prime example, if you feel like you don't manage your money well, you need to have a coach or somebody that you can listen to that can give you advice about managing your money. That is the person that is higher than you, okay? Second person that's in your life is the person that is on your level. This is the person that, all right, cool, you know what I'm saying? We struggling too, but we moving forward. They, they're on your level, but both of you all are progressing at the same rate. Let me say that one more time. They on your level, 
All right? Because a lot of people that's on your level that ain't progressing. They just, they want to stay there. They good. They good staying there. So you got to have somebody who's on your level that's progressing at the same rate that you are. And then that third person is somebody who's a little bit lower. It's all good for people to be low. You can't give all the low people all, all, your, all your time, though, because they're going to bring you low. But somebody who's lower, who you can give some insight to to help bring up. And that becomes your balance. And I can't, um, um, I don't know if we got any Bible scholars on here, but I can't remember. I know it's like, you got to have your Timothy and your, don't worry about it. It's okay. I'm going to go to Bible school after this. Don't worry about it. I'm about to go and roll after this. <laughs> I'm going to be all right. Here we go. I'm going to be all right. All right, here we go. So again, we got your people that uh, can coach you, the people that are higher you, that can coach you, the people that are on your level, but they're growing at the same rate that you are, and the people that are a little bit lower that you can coach, okay? The third thing is you need, and I am going to, I, listen, <clears throat> I am small, but please do not let this size fool you. I am not afraid of anybody. <laughs> I will go toe-to-toe -to -toe with anybody, and I will tell you that you need to have a healthy, consistent morning routine, okay? Regardless of whether or not you are a morning person, you need to have a morning routine. You need to have something that you are doing that is fueling this on the way to work, as you drink your coffee, whatever, whenever you sit down at work, I, I'm going to say that it'll be best for you to, as soon as you wake up, because a lot of times what happens with people who deal with anxiety, as soon as you wake up, boom, the thoughts are immediately coming. Like the other day, I woke up in a, like I woke up in a sweat. I'm panicking. I'm like looking around, like ready to scrap. I'm like, what is going on? I'm like, yo, Ash, you are okay. Everything is okay. But you got to remember that because your mind has been there for so long. Um, I talked about this on my podcast that there's a um, there's two there's two things that your mind goes through. It goes through diversion and it goes through reversion. Right. And so diverting means like it's going to take you a different way. So you don't have to deal with the thing that you don't want to deal with. But reversion means that because we've gone this different way, we don't want to go this way anymore. So we're always going to try and go back this way. We're always going to try and go back that way. And that's sometimes what your mind does. And so, again, develop a healthy consistent morning routine even if it's just you know when i wake up i say good morning lord good morning god good morning holy spirit i submit to wisdom that can only come from heaven you can take that if you would like or you can come up with your own but whatever you say just as long as it's something that you say and then i say ash today we are okay today like you got again you have got to talk to yourself and you have got to reassure yourself that whatever area you were lacking in you are no longer lacking in that area Okay. Um, the fourth thing I would say is play meditations and affirmations while you sleep. There is um, this thing called neuroplasticity, right? And so I'm sorry, I'm like really big on the study of the mind and all that good stuff. But here we go. Basically, what that says is, I'm gonna give y'all the hood version, right? Hey, so what they saying is, right? <laughs> when you there, there are studies that show that by the age of eight, you have already learned how to respond to life you are pretty much who you are going to be by the age of eight. And everything that you do after your life, after the age of eight, you learn before you were eight because you learn from the people that were around you. Your mind teaches you who you are, right? We've got two minds. We've got our conscious mind and our subconscious mind. Your subconscious mind always reminds you of who you were. Your conscious mind is always trying to grow into something different. So while you are asleep, it is best to play your meditations because that helps train your unconscious mind. 
it changed the mind that is that always remembered how it was. So you've got to rewire that mind to think differently, to come onto the same level playing field as your conscious mind. Okay, so that's why that's important. Play meditations and affirmations. They are playing, you can go on YouTube, they'll play all night. They won't play with commercials. Play the Psalms, Psalms 91, Psalms 25, Psalms 1. It doesn't matter. They have looping. They have different apps that you can listen to throughout the day. I listen through, I listen to it all. Listen, I listen to it all. They have um, I have this when I wake up in the morning, I have this video that I play that's called um, it says um oh it says uh dealing with anxiety and it's it just talks about it takes you through these steps according to what is that okay sorry my bad my bad it has these different steps according to um you know just acknowledging the feeling is there um accepting that the feeling has come telling the feeling that it can't stay embracing a new thought and then embracing a new feeling right okay so someone says law of attraction app has great meditation to play while you sleep yes anything <clears throat> anything that has to do with um you just teaching your mind to do something different now i will say be very very careful with what you use which tools you use because you just want to make sure that it's not you know some of that stuff, if you get it in your mind, it's hard to get out because, again, it's your sleep and your defenses are down, so you didn't really know what got in there in the first place. So just make sure that you're, you know, checking the things that are going in. And then the last thing I would say, this is something that has helped me a lot. Pick your major areas that you're in the house and put affirmations. When you walk in my kitchen, all you see is um, index cards. You see this big board over top of my sink that has all these quotes uh, vision makes a decision. Vision makes a decision. I am the, um, I am the, what is something, I am like the, the master of my, not the master of my fate, but I'm the person that determines the course of my bloodline from here on out. You know, um, there's nothing that is too hard for me. I'm going in abundance every day. Uh, I put it on my, on the mirror in my bathroom. And then when I go to sleep, there's a wall that's right next to my bed. I put my affirmations there. So everywhere that I'm going, I'm seeing who I want to become. But not only am I seeing who I want to become, I'm saying who I am becoming. And so now it becomes easier because I pinpointed, I can't get away from it. I can't get away from her. Like that's what we want, right? Like we don't want to get away, get away from the new version of ourselves. We don't want to get away from the, the conquering of the anxiety. So you've got to put these things into place. And then it's just a method of just repeating, just repeating. And of course, I will always say, I'm an advocate. And again, don't let this size fool you. I am not afraid of anybody. I will go toe to toe with anybody. I am an advocate for saying, please, if you have the opportunity to get into therapy, do it. Do it and don't just do it and be like, oh, because somebody said that I should be doing therapy, so that's why I'm here. But don't be asking me nothing about my life. What? Well, what you come for? Like, <laughs> why are you here? You understand what I'm saying? Like, do it and 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 don't try to control it. And this is what I had to tell my best friend. Cause you know, y'all know, y'all know sometimes we just got friends and we just be like, sis, I can't help you no more. You got to go get somebody that can help you little baby. Because this one, this one is a doozy, right? We be honest. I love her. You know, I'm gonna tell her. Here we go. But do it and don't try to control it. Do it and be open to what their level of training 
can help you maximize in your life. Okay, so um, that's it. That was like a sharp ending. I'm sorry. So that was my uh, presentation or whatever. I would love to thank you all so much for joining us. Um, again, my name is Ashley Epiphany. You all can follow me on all of the social media uh, outlets. I'm going to put my handle in the uh, chat. You can follow me on all the social media outlets, Epiphany's Words. Um, I am in, I do have a podcast called um, Anxiety Can't Win. Uh, I put that there. That's my podcast. It's on all the streaming platforms. Um, let me see. I, I, I just launched it. Um, I, really, I, I recently just gained the courage to start talking about my anxiety. Um, and I think that's why I'm so passionate because it, it's really just kind of kept me stuck for a long time. And so just giving voice to, you know, that freedom um, and then just waking up and knowing that I don't have to stay stuck is just liberating. And so um, I hope this was encouraging to you all. I hope you got something that was very profound. Um, um, you know, I, I just I thank y'all for laughing at my corniness, you know, or I don't know if you was laughing at me or with me. But, you know, at this point, as long as I see white teeth on the screen, that's all that matters, right? Uh, so, <laughs> um, I hope this gives you the courage to be yourself. I hope this gives you the courage to accept everything about yourself, knowing that you are beautifully flawed. Um, and the, it's just the flaws that make you that much more beautiful. And when you can understand that you will approach life differently, you will approach people differently and you will have a much more beautiful outcome. So with that being said, I'm handing it back over to Miss Aisha Rosenberg. Thank you so much, Piff. I am so full after today. I mean, you provided so much information and I appreciate you for being so raw and transparent with your process. Let me get on um, Clubhouse. Um, somebody said, this was awesome. Thank you so much for sharing. Um, I, I took a whole bunch of notes and I like how you talked about self-esteem. Yes, self-esteem is very important. Um, when dealing with anxiety, period, you know, and usually your self-esteem is attributed to the trauma, you know, is based off or it is a reflection of the trauma which you have experienced. So I thank you so much for bringing that up. And the several, look, I have countless cards um, because you had a lot of good um, steps, a, good, a lot of good questions, a lot of good, you know, pointers that I would really, 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 really like to just sit back and reflect on because I too, I think everybody in some form or some shape battle with some form of anxiety, whether they choose to um, admit it or not. You know, um, a lot of people probably handle it a lot differently. Like, just as you stated, a lot of times I'll get up and I'll talk and I'll be talking and, you know, just blazing the trail and immediately after i'm going to my team like oh my god guys how was it <laughs> um because that's the reality of it i mean we all have a past we've all have experienced some form of of course like you said we all say trauma i love that's the best description for it a lot of us no, have experienced yeah, some form yeah, of trauma which reflects in our personality and our day-to-day -day life so um yeah you guys that's on the call that have um that do what, what was the other alternative you said instead of struggle because i definitely want to adopt that yeah so I, I like to say that i am consistently overcoming anxiety uh, and so 
And I, I explained this to people around me. I said, you know, in order for you to help me, this, when I do this, this is what this means, right? So if you see me walking outside, I don't have an issue with you. I'm trying to rebalance myself. You know what I'm saying? I'm trying to tell myself again. I'm trying to reaffirm myself. You know, I'm trying to get myself um, back to a place where I'm reminding myself that I do belong, <clears throat> where sometimes I feel like I don't belong. And so this journey has nothing to do with you, but if you would like to join me, this is what it looks like to help me on this journey. You, you, you still on mute. You still on mute. You still on mute. Aisha, unmute yourself. Oh, that's how you was going like this. <laughs> that was talking real good too. <laughs> um, so again, um, for those that are on this call that can definitely relate and you're feeling like, you know what? Everything she said just resonated with me. Feel feel free to unmute and talk about how you um how you felt first before we move forward i want you to know that this is a safe space anything that you say will be kept confidential and you will not be judged in any form um if anyone was to comment it is not no one in here is getting any co-pays or anything to be anybody's clinician so i don't want you to assess or judge or anything because we do have some clinicians in the room i'm pressed away with my hand because i just got my um <laughs> Um, but yeah, I would love for you to unmute and ask questions. If you say, okay, when you said this and this, I was wondering how did you blah, blah, blah. Right now is the time while you have us in the room. Um, as she was saying, it's important to surround. Okay, I'm good at ignoring my baby, but I need you guys to do the same thing too, okay? Just for this call, okay? Um, but yeah, she what she mentioned was it's important to have your circle feed you. So in an instance where you don't have a circle that can possibly feed you, now is the time to ask those questions. Since we're here in the room, ask those questions. I want to give you a minute to actually sit back and talk about that or think about that and ask a question. So I'm going to mute myself for a second. If you have questions that's just burning and you like, you said it and I still have a question that I need answered, please ask, ask it. And, and I'm, a, I'm going to piggyback off of each. Um, this is, I, I told you all, I'm very big on safe environments, but I used to be that person, like, I would have a question and, like, my heart would just be, like, bumping, my jaw would be in my throat, and I'd be like, oh, I want to ask it, but uh, 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 and I just wouldn't say it, right? So it's just, like, it, and there's nothing that is, like, insignificant, you know, there's nothing that is too small. There's nothing that's too like, oh, nobody else would knows that. So why would I notice that? There you go. Like you go, we going right back into banning our heads. You know what I'm saying? So like, just bring it out because the, the honest to God truth is like the question that you have may be a question that somebody else may have, or like you could have took it further for somebody else with your question and be like, oh, they, they was like, dang, I didn't even think about that. Yeah. I will. So yeah, definitely. Please, please, please. Like she said, speak up rap to us talk to us like she said you know what i'm saying we're not psychoanalyzing nobody in here we're just being real we're just being honest you know we're bringing our experience and also you know what i'm saying our journey and we're just crossing roads right now and that's that i'll um i don't have a question but i do just want to something is resonating with me um and there was a point where you said improper relationships with yourself 
And I have to ask myself sometimes if I if I enable that disconnection with myself by allowing my either environment or um, my imposter syndrome and, and, and all the other factors get to me. Um, so if it's one thing that I took um, tonight, it was it was to work on my relationship with myself. Because, you know, I feel like I go in this, this circle of thinking that I'm doing everything right or trying to be the best me I can be, trying to, um, trying to give to other people. Um, but I walked into the new year with the, um, with allowing myself more grace, you know? And I think that that's where I'm personally beginning my journey of my relationship with myself is just giving myself more grace. Um, so that was, that was one of the things that stood out to me. The other one was um, in the next steps was um, a healthy, consistent morning routine. I do not have that at all. Um, but today was a good day and I just want to tell you why. Um, I did yoga for the first time this morning, a grand rising yoga, which was great. Um, it's been a long year, all nine days for me personally. Um, and I got, and I got this in the mail today, random plug. I haven't used it, but it's a, it's 180 day self-care plan. And, um, and it's you, you do a brain dump in the morning and then you end on a good note at, at night. I haven't used it yet. It just came in the mail today. So when you said that next step, I was like, I'm my next step today. Um, so yeah, I, um, I really appreciate this call. And what I appreciate even more is, is your can, is, is your, the way, the way you speak and you're so passionate about it. You know, I'm, I'm an educator too. So. I have Zoom fatigue. It's hard to try to keep up with yourself sometimes. Um, but uh, but you do what you do well, and I and I appreciate that because anybody can come up and, and talk, right? Um, but 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 it's it's how it's received, and um and I just appreciate the way that you um have given yourself so effort effortlessly and and, and full um because you've been through some stuff, and I don't even know you. You know what I'm saying? Um, but it's just helping me personally just make that connection internally. Like, hey, um. I don't know. Like you got this. Like you got this. It's been a long week. I needed this, and um, and I'm probably talking a lot, but um, I actually saw this link on one of my one of my frat brother's Instagram page um early in the week, Wednesday, um Carl Scott, and um, and it's just like these little signs that are popping up in my life personally. I saw the yoga session this morning on um on Twitter like yesterday. Oh, seven seven a.m. yoga session, free, come blackmail. Okay, bet. And so I just I'm taking these little these little nuggets and I'm just like applying it, you know, cause we can, we can say, Hey, I like to cook every day, but you're never in the kitchen. I can say how hey, I, I want to get better. I want to improve myself. I want to X, Y, and Z, but, but what am I doing? You know, I woke up and I took a day to myself and it just so happens that it started the way it did. And that was ending the way it did. And I really feel like that's just like this divine energy that was just intentional, you know, that was just meant for me. So I just wanted to share that. <laughs> Um, one thing I will say before anybody else is, anybody else chimes in is that um, what I want you to do, Corey, is um, at some point make a list of all of the things that are your routine so that you remember that process. Because um, what I found is that um, a lot of times I would do I would create routines and do processes just to get out of that that headspace for the moment. And then when I was good, I couldn't remember anything that I did. So when I got back into that headspace, it was hard to undo what I was doing because I couldn't remember what I did to get out of it. And so if you can remember what you do to get out of that space, that's going to be something that's going to be uh, beneficial to you continuing to move forward. Hello. Um, 
I apologize right now if you hear any noise in the background. I got my kids. <laughs> um, I first of all, I just want to say thank you so much. Um, I'm one of those analytical people. And so the way you communicated was perfect. I grasped everything. And I also appreciate you for just um, stepping outside of just being general because it it has really, really, I, I mean, I know so much about anxiety. I know that, you know, I resonate with a lot of the points that you hit as far as like the signs. Um, and even just like, so like those steps to like, you know, what can you do or, you know, um, those things that I have to know that I know now that I have to face, I'm already starting to get like nervous about like, you know, oh my gosh, I should, I should start writing to God. Okay. That, makes total sense now but then the thought of it is like making me and i and i one of my biggest struggles is the diverting or reverting um and so it's just i don't know i do you do you believe that that you could have done the work to kind of undo a lot of that without like going to therapy or do you feel like there's a certain level that you have to be at where it's like, okay, yeah, you definitely, there's no way out of that unless you do go to therapy. <clears throat> so this is what I, I'm, I'm going to, I'm going to equate the answer to your question to um, being an entrepreneur, right? Because that's the world that we live in. That's kind of like the thing that everybody can, you know, say and relate to. Um, it's like, it's like, if when I hear that question, that's like asking, um, can I scale my business without an investor? Or that's like asking, can I, um, can I learn marketing? Um, you know what I'm saying? Or can I, can I have a global uh, market without, um, you know, without uh, linking with somebody else that has access to that market as well? Um, I, the honest answer to that question is no, because uh, when it comes to, because we are, we already are afraid to face certain parts of ourselves. People who are outside, they are outsiders looking in. So they get to talk to us from an, from a angle and an aspect that we didn't even think of that makes us let our defenses down. Because right now what we want to do is we want to put our walls up. Like, oh girl, no, I can't do, I mean, I could, maybe I could, I could put like three words on the page, but then I don't want to do it no more. I'm going to put it on the page and I ain't going to look at it. Look, I'm when I say I know what you are dealing with, I used to be like, <gasps> like I would listen, I would really be hyperventilating after I was performing or after I did something that really just was me with me. And it was because I was so disconnected from me and I was so immersed in everybody else's thoughts and everybody else's opinions of me that it took that constant reassurance from somebody else from the outside. Because remember, um, sometimes it takes what was done okay so the thing that was done to us has to be done for us so that we can so that it can help us come out and what i mean when i say that is okay if somebody if if the thing that was done to me was somebody saying you're not good enough you're not good enough the thing that has to be done for me is that somebody has to say you're good enough you're good enough you're good enough in order for me to come out and then the last uh the last part in that episode where i talked about diversion and reversion is conversion right and so the way that i convert is that i've got to have somebody do something put something different inside so that now it starts to jumble in with what's already inside and it's almost like um it's like when you mess up um 
like a like a, a, a dish or something and you're like oh girl all you got to do is just take a little bit of this seasoning right here pour a little bit of this out you know put a little bit of this in here and then we're gonna do 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 and then boom you got your and then i mean unless you got it unless you burned it and you just got to order pizza but either way you still got to depend on somebody else to do it you know what i'm saying i mean <laughs> you know what i'm saying because you know we analytical so we like girl what if i burnt it uh-huh now what you gonna say like yeah we got you know what i'm saying we're going all the way to the extreme but to answer your question no I honestly do not, I honestly do not believe that, I mean, I honestly do not believe that I could have, because I have talked to pastors, I have talked to, and I'm talking about like, when I say I have really reached out to people and I'm just be like, yo, but you still don't understand, like, this thing is really stopping me, you know, for me, I'm going to say for me, and again, this is why I say, I don't care who you are, again, don't let this ass fool you. <laughs> You, if you have the opportunity to go to therapy, if you have the opportunity to listen to a podcast by a therapist, you know, I know everybody's situation is different. Like you said, if you have an opportunity to insert, like they have so many um, environments where you can insert yourself into different communities where you still get those therapeutic tools, get that because that right there helps you. Now I will say, you know, be, make sure you Y'all know, y'all know, grandma's church, try the spirit by the spirit. You can't, don't be, don't, we ain't eating at everybody's table. Y'all know everybody, some people cook with cats in their kitchen. Let's be honest, okay? When they had a potluck at work, everybody, hey, I'm not eating everybody beans and rice, okay? I'm just saying, little baby, you might be the nicest person in the world, but I don't know if you had cooked, you, you, I don't know what your kitchen looked like. So make sure you know what their kitchen looks like before you eat at their table, okay? That's all I'm saying. But what I'm saying is, if you had that opportunity, go, go. Be, and this is what I will say too. You know, a lot of people, they have this notion that therapists are supposed to do all the work. Therapists are supposed to point you back to yourself. And when you sit with you, you are sitting with the, the current version, the old version, and the version that you wanna be. And all of them get to talk. So it's a crazy fest. Yes. Get crazy. Go stupid for all my people from California. Go dumb, <laughs> stupid, retarded, right? And everybody know, what's that? What's, what's his name? Tell me when to go. Tell me when to go. Okay, don't worry about it. Don't worry about it. I'm, don't worry about it. I'm, again, East Coast of West Coast. But here we go. Yes. You've got to sit with all aspects of who you are. And that therapist is only supposed to point you back to yourself. And when you look at yourself, you're supposed to ask yourself, what do you want to see? And then not only what do you want to see, what's the work that it's going to take to see that? Did that help? That wasn't too harsh, was it? Because, you know, something, okay, all right. Okay, I guess I'll go. So the first thing is I definitely need to come up with a morning routine. I've been battling with this for a long time. Um... And just the fact that, like, I dance, I sing, I feel like I'm supposed to be this performer, you know, and, like, anxiety and fear, it, like, stops me in my tracks. Like, literally, I can't move, I can't think, like, I can come up with a whole routine by myself when it comes to dance, but when I'm in front of people, my mind is shut down, I can't do it, like, it's, it's that bad. So, I really want to go to therapy. Um, I don't know what route to take with that. Um, but like this really, really helped me a lot. So I just want to thank you for being transparent. Just thank you for being who you are. You know what I mean? So that's all I wanted to say. 
So, so I've got something for you. Um, I'm sorry. It, it says Jacqueline. So if you got a hood name, I'm sorry. I can't, you know what I'm saying? I just, I'm just going off what I see on the Zoom session. <laughs> I'm kidding. I'm kidding. I'm kidding. Um, so uh, what I will say to you is that um, you, you don't have to compare yourself to anybody else, um, especially as a creative. That is the, this is why, so um, I love creativity. I'm, when I tell you I am all things creativity, I am all things creativity. I will walk into an environment and shift that thing with my creativity so quickly, it ain't even funny. But what I had to learn how to do was I had to learn not to compare myself to anybody else. And so I, I, a lot of times when with creativity, and I tell my students, they're always like, well, I don't draw like such and such. And I'm like, I'm not asking you to. And so when you when you get to the point where you tell yourself why well, I can't do like such and such, you have to also tell yourself nobody's asking you to, right? And so the unrealistic pressure of um, you know being someone else is is a it's a um, it's a it's a fallacy, right? And so with a fallacy, what we a fallacy is a false argument. And so what we have to do with the false argument is we have to combat it with the truth argument. And the truth argument is you are who you are. Nobody else is who you are. You say what you have to say the way that you say it, and nobody else can say it the way that you say it. And just like how I'm presenting right now, y'all have heard plenty of people speak, but y'all still are getting something that is totally different. And you've heard this message plenty of times. You heard people talk about anxiety plenty of times. Nobody's me, and I'm not trying to be nobody else. I love everybody. I love you, little baby. Like I told you, don't let the size fool you. I do love you, though, but I ain't trying to be like you. I like I like myself now. Like I like Ash now. So Ash is good. Showing Ash to the world, knowing that Ash is going to protect Ash, and Ash is going to help everybody else protect themselves. And so that's all that is. And when you like, you that's 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 pressure. That's 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 here. And we got to get, we also, with the pressure, we also got to get the love component too. Because, I mean, come on. the Just like you all needed this conversation, the world needs your art too, especially art, sis. What? Especially now. And it's no restrictions. You ain't, you don't even got to, you could be on TikTok. You could be on YouTube. You could be, who says, I always ask people, I love working with my creative people, right? And I, the first thing I ask them is, who said you had to do it that way? Oh, I can't do something. Well, who said that you had to do it that way? Uh, right, because if you can't give me an answer for who said that you had to do it that way, then who's going to challenge you when you when you do it your way? Who's going to challenge you? Only thing they're going to do is embrace you and be like, dang, that was tight. How you do that? I want to learn how to do that. And this is what I tell people. You're just as amazing. The only thing that's stopping you from being where I am is you taking the action. You're just as amazing. I'm not going to let you compare yourself to me. You're just as amazing. What you have to offer the world is just as amazing. So just don't ever forget that. When you have, when that pressure comes, make sure you combat that pressure with the truth. That's it. Thank you. Is it anyone else? Will that be another? That's the that's the altar call or the last club. You know the last y'all know the last drink y'all like. You know what I'm saying? That's that's the last call for. Oh, we recording. I can't say. But you know that's y'all know. What <laughs> <you go to. laughs> that's how I felt when I said it though. <laughs>
Well, all right. It again, as always, it's always an honor to chat with you, Piff. You know, you're my girl. Pause for life. Um, we had a very, very good conversation. I will be posting these um the questions in our New You Workshop Facebook group. So if you're not in our Facebook group, please join us. Um. Did you have any take? Yeah, you did have some takeaways. So these questions, I'm going to ask you guys if you had an opportunity to go over these questions next week to see if you actually had a chance to process it. Because if you're anything like me, sometimes you hear questions and they're really good, but you actually have to sit with them for a while so you can process it and really catch up. Because like for me, my day is always like this. It's running so fast, I really don't have time to actually sit down and catch up with myself. So in this moment, I challenge you to take some time to Take, see, like I said, I got a million and one cards. Take these cards and actually meditate on them and think about them. Really, you know, do I overprocess? Heck yeah, I don't have to think about that. I overprocess <laughs> all the time. But then for me, it's always why, right? So it allows you to meditate on your why. You know, why is this my answer? You know, and that'll allow you to um, kind of like get to the root cause and again as piffy said it's important that you get connected with a therapist if you guys are in my area and you're looking for therapy please hit my inbox i can definitely provide you with some resources um and also of course the hair center we provide a whole bunch of holistic services just for you guys so um as always guys i'm so excited about the new you you birthing the new you in 2021 um 2020 has been a heck of a year and i'm pretty sure anxiety is raving high <laughs> look at tiffany <laughs> anxiety is raving high all over the world so take this time to um care for you you know, take time, period, in your day-to-day -day life to care for you. Um, this workshop was only an hour, but if you can take an hour out of your day for the duration of the week to kind of like meditate on these questions and get to know more about yourself, get to understand your anxiety, what makes you anxious and why, and you can take those questions to a family friend, your therapist, my DM, whoever. I'm definitely looking forward to hearing more about your process and where you're headed next in our next workshop next week. So you guys, stay tuned. And again, if you're not following us, you can follow us on all platforms um, at the Hair Center. Um, and if you're not following Piff, you can follow her at Ashley. Is it Ashley Epiphany Hodges or Ashley Hodges? Uh, it's in the chat. <laughs> you can follow her. Um, yeah, I'm putting it in the chat. It's um, at Epiphany's Words, E-P-I-P-H-A-N-Y-S-W-O-R-D-S. And that's all the platforms. Um, <clears throat> there. Yeah, at Epiphany's Words. Um, we are um, dedicated to serving people near and far from all different walks of life. And um, if you guys don't have any more questions, I'll definitely catch you all next week. Um, this call is been recorded, so the playback will be available on YouTube if you want to go back to kind of like um, take some notes or get some quick pointers. It will be available on um, YouTube. And Piff, you'll also have the audio on your podcast, right? So the audio will be also available on our podcast. And oh, Rakita, up there, let it go, let it go. Um, 
yeah and that's it guys we're out of here um i guess you can catch us on you want to do the recap on clubhouse Piff? or you done for the day that's it. That's it. And that's all. That's it. And that's all. I love everybody, but tonight is is that's it, little babies. That's it. All right. All right. All right. All right, guys. Have a good night, and as always, peace, love, and light to you and your families. Good night. Good night. Thank you. Thank you so much. Good night. Yes. I thought that Auntie Betty was on there. What? Mm. And the girl and Jim. Really? Mm -hmm. You did? Mm -hmm. The one that gave me food. Mm. The, the food was good. I wonder. And how does you know? I wanted some more of that food. What do you have? Mommy, no, do not leave. Oh. Now, mommy is the only person over here is now she's the owner of it. All right, I guess now mom is the owner of this one now, Miguel. Okay?